Welcome to Spark, a podcast from the South Fulton Institute. I'm your host, Jennifer Bauer-Lyons, the Executive Director. In this episode, we'll be talking to musician Carla Harris about her artistry, ongoing projects, and the work she does in the South Fulton community and beyond. Hi there, everybody. I'm Carla Harris, and I am a um, vocal jazz artist who lives here in Northwest Atlanta in Roswell. Um, I've been a part of this community now for since 2012. I moved here from Portland, Oregon, where I was for almost 10 years, and then, um, but I'm a native of St. Louis, Missouri, so I'm a native of the Midwest. And uh, but I really love being in uh, in the Atlanta area. I've grown to just really appreciate the the uh, diversity here, the culture, the the people are have been great, and it's a great jazz town. So um, it's been good for it's been a good move for me. Um, I started out singing when well, like most singers, you know, just a little girl, just singing wherever I got the chance to do so, and. Uh, inflicting concerts on my family at family gatherings, (laughs) but just was always in music in school, always, you know, had, was fortunate that our schools always had arts in them and music class and, and choir. And um, I just always, just always has been a part of my life. Um, I started singing jazz in my college years and, um, was part of an organization or was part of a a group, uh, a jazz quartet that did a lot of work for young audiences, which is an organization that um, takes arts programs into the schools. And so I had a really great foundation in sharing the, um, uh, sharing kind of the origins of jazz and doing a, a, like a nice friendly introduction to jazz for kids. And it's exciting because um, I've kind of come full circle at this point in my in my career and in my life, I'm I'm kind of back to the educating um, part after after having been uh, a performer for you know uh, more than a few decades now, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm still performing. But um, I have uh, I'm in my fifth. I think I'm going into my sixth year of teaching vocal jazz at Kennesaw State University. So. Um, I have really enjoyed that. I, they have had a dynamic jazz uh, studies department for, for many, many years, I think 20 plus years, but they hadn't had vocal jazz as a component of that. So um, I was fortunate to be asked to be a part of starting that and um, have really enjoyed working with young singers who are aspiring to be part of this kind of music, which is so uh, such an, a uniquely American art form. Mm-hmm. And um, last summer, I got back to working with the Little Inns uh, as part of a kind of a discovery jazz workshop that we developed and we did for some um, underserved communities um, in North Carolina and South Carolina. And, and then we're working right now with the, the Fulton County Library System to potentially be a part of their All Together Now theme that they're, they're going to have over mm-hmm. several months. Mm-hmm. And that will... Um, that will allow us to come in and, and combine a performance, a jazz performance with kind of an education component for adults. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about all of the different cultural influences that have created this, um, this style of music and uh, delve into what makes jazz jazz because for so many people, it's kind of like this, there are a lot of 
stereotypes that go along with yes. it and preconceived <laughs> notions and everything. Yes. So we kind of like to, to, you know, rip away the veil of mystery there and, and, and just make it hopefully accessible for, um, for people who just, I say people who are interested in jazz or who are jazz curious. So, <laughs> wow, well, there is so much, there's so much to unpack with all that you shared with us already. So I want to talk a little bit about what drew you to jazz. There's so many different forms of, of music out there. How did you settle on jazz as something that like, what, what was the inspiration to kind of land um, in the jazz world? Well, I tell you, when I was growing up, my parents had a very eclectic stack of albums in our living room. And um, being drawn to, I was, I was drawn to music, but I was drawn really to language. I was drawn to words when I was a little girl. I always had my nose in a book. I was a voracious reader, still am. And um, I loved stories. And so when my, my parents had some jazz albums in their, in their stack and I started listening to like Nancy Wilson and Billie Holiday, and I think I was, you know, not just jazz artists, but artists like Barbara Streisand. Um, and I think I was drawn to the stories in the songs, mm -hmm. the lyrics mm -hmm. so much. So, and, and uh, throughout my life, you know, I haven't always just sung jazz. When I, after I left college, I was very much, you know, I was like, I was singing pop and rock and all of that mm -hmm. stuff because that's, you know, what kept, I always say it's what kept gas in my pinto, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were doing a lot of, wedding receptions and corporate bands and everything, but I was still doing the standards for dinner music and I still, I always loved it. And then at a certain point, I just, I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to really delve into that because the compositions are so rich. They stand the test of time and lyrically um, it's just beautiful. It's, mm -hmm. This is beautiful stories to tell and so much you can do with it. You can, you can take one song and sing it, you know, a myriad of ways mm -hmm. um, and, and, and interpret so many different ways. There's so much freedom in, in jazz to uh, take a song that's compositionally just really sound and strong and, and see how it's feeling to you that day. And mm -hmm. it's a conversation, a constantly evolving conversation with the other musicians. It's endlessly, um, you know, endless variety and, and interesting to me, so. Yeah. I love that that phrase that you just said about the the conversation between you and the other musicians that are on stage that it is that constant conversation so that's really that's really a beautiful beautiful way to kind of summarize what's happening on stage when you're working with the other musicians so Definitely. I love that it's all, love it's that. very much music that happens very much in the present and it mm -hmm. you in the present because you are constantly listening to see oh where are we going with this where where can we take this next mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that is very, very unique, mostly to, to jazz like you don't see that in the other genres of music where it is that constant conversation and dialogue up on stage in the same way that you see it with jazz music so very, very fun very very cool so tell us a little bit about um, you've got an album coming out correct. Yeah, um, we, yeah I have a new one coming out. Um, it's a collaboration with a good friend of mine and a. a, a Fantastic internationally known bassist by the name of Tom Kennedy. Tom Kennedy, he's based in New York. Um, he has, uh, over the past several years, especially during uh, the early part portion of COVID, mm -hmm. uh, started composing like a lot of musicians did. But um, he called me up one day and he said, would you be interested in um, writing lyrics, which I had started songwriting for my, my, my previous album. Um, 
which is a whole nother discussion, is a whole nother realm of, of the music <laughs> making that I've become just really fascinated with and, and really love. And so, yeah, so we, we've written these um, eight compositions, they're original songs and um, kind of a con more of a contemporary feel and mm -hmm. that should be out later this year. Sometime, I'm hoping mid, mid summer, maybe early fall, uh, that that'll be out. Excellent. Well, you'll definitely have to let us know when it's coming out so we can help help promote that album um, of yours yeah. as well. Um, so talk a little bit about uh, a little bit more about the um, project that you're doing with the Fulton County Libraries and just, um, you know, how that came about and um, what you're excited about with that project. Well, it came about through discussions. I think that um, my husband, John, is, is kind of um, constantly looking to see what's going on in the community and and how they're working within the with uh, the arts community as well mm -hmm. and uh, just got into discussion with with uh, somebody at the at the library system about this because we're also always looking for ways that we can do these kind of outreach programs um i i really believe that the more we learn about other people you know things that maybe we didn't know about before the more we learn to expand our horizons culturally whether that's visual art or musical art, that it just makes us stronger as a community and you know, stronger individually. It gives us a chance to tell our, our own stories as well as other stories, others' stories. And um, it's good for the soul. Mm -hmm. And if, uh, if we're feeling good, it just makes for a better community and a better just culture and society at large. It's, to me, it's a really big, a really big picture. So I love the outreach component of, of what we're doing. And um, that's why I'm excited about that. We're, we're going to be doing something at Callenwald, at the Callenwald Fine Arts Center, which I've performed at their Jazz on the Lawn series several mm -hmm. times over the years. Mm -hmm. um, but this summer, we're going to do a little, one of those uh, discovery workshops for um, some students who, who um, qualify for Title I funding. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so an underserved community that's going to be able to come in there and they're going to be there for a whole week of, of different um, experiences, but we're going to provide an afternoon of, of a jazz discovery thing. So uh, that's again, great. That's yeah. great. What a, what a great opportunity. That is, that's really fabulous. Um, do you have any other projects or anything else coming up that you want to talk about in addition to the album and what you're doing with the, the libraries? Um, anything else that that's on the horizon for you? Um, well, I've been, let's see, I've, I've been working with um, an arranger. So during my, um, one of the things I love is classic 70s music as well. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to say exactly who the band is because I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a band that I dearly, you know, I was totally into when I was, you know, in high school and we are making some jazz arrangements of some really some classic like rock songs that they did. And uh, so that's going to be a fun one. I, I'm really curious to see how people, uh, how people enjoy that. Um, it'd be music that, you know, that, ever, that they'll know, but sure. <laughs> it's really fun to take songs that you would, unex you would never attach to a jazz, you know, interpretation mm -hmm. at all. And then just dig into that. And uh, yeah. it's, I, I love it. I think it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, that sounds like so much fun. What a fun project to work on. So um, that sounds great. So one of the things I always like to ask our guests on the podcast is what words of wisdom do you have? And it could be it could be on any topic, any subject, but um, what words of wisdom would you like to leave with our audience? 
Um, let's see. I would say I was just I, I was just asked this question, a similar question, and it had to do with what would you say for people who are for young artists who are just trying to, you know, get a foothold and everything. Um, I remember one time I was speaking to Freddie Cole, great, the great legendary jazz performer who is the brother or was the brother of Nat King Cole, another legendary performer. And I asked him, what advice would you give to somebody who was just starting off in this and wanted to, to do something in the arts? And he was speaking to me and a cousin of mine who is a visual artist. So it wasn't just for a singer or a musician, but it was very simple. He said, what it is that you love to do, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. I really believe that if you just take even a few steps every day in what it is that you are passionate about, um, whether it's cooking or, I mean, we're all creators. We, we are all creators. We create something ever, all of us do, whether we realize it or not. I mean, some of us create chaos, <laughs> but you're still creating, right? And so as creators, I think that when you find that thing that you are passionate about, just keep going at it. You'll find, you'll find, you'll work your way into the places that you find fulfilling and others will you know, you, you take your humanity and you put your humanity into your art and then you make that art available to humanity or whatever it is that you love to do and be in service, be in service to each other. And just, you know, it's, it's a way to be kind and to love one another in, um, um, in a very nurturing way. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check back on May 10th for our next episode, where we'll be talking to guest Kayla Parker, the director of Clyde's by Lynn Nottage. In the meantime, you can keep up with us on Instagram at South Fulton Institute or visit our website at www.southfultoninstitute.org. We are eternally grateful to our sponsors, the Community Foundation of Greater Atlanta Metropolitan Atlanta Arts Fund, the City of Atlanta Office of Cultural Affairs, the National Endowment for the Arts, Fulton County Arts and Culture, and Georgia Council for the Arts.